talking and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard Hey guys, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and I wanted to try something a little bit different this week. So the podcast is about learning new things and hearing different perspectives and hopefully just getting to laugh a lot and having a lot of fun. So there's a lot of just really heavy stuff going on right now with the election and with COVID, with wildfires all over the place. So I want to try and find some news stories that were funny or more lighthearted and share them with you guys because we're not hearing about a lot of these stories just with all of the the other stuff that's being focused on right now. So my friend Monique joined me and we talked about different news stories that have happened recently and things that happened this week in history and we laughed a ton. So I hope that you guys enjoy these as well. I'm calling these episodes tidbits for now, but if you guys like it, let me know. It's something that I'm going to plan on doing for a while, in addition to the other episodes that I have planned with interviews and, and other things. So for a while, there might be a couple episodes a week that get posted, but the the tidbits episodes are going to be a little bit shorter. If you like them, let me know. Um, if you don't, let me know and I'll quit doing them, but I think that they're fun. So anyway, here's um, the first episode of Tidbits. Enjoy. All right. Well, do you want to get into some news? And I, I was going to call this Tidbits. Do you think that's stupid? No. Um, tidbit. I, it's not a word I like, so I mean, it's not stupid. I'm just not a huge fan of the word itself. Okay. You're you're so, launching. I mean, it's great. Whatever. All right. Well, for the time being, we're going to call it Tidbits. Okay. You come up with something better, we'll go with that. If not, that's just what we're fucking calling it. So, all right. Yeah. Fucking tidbits. Episode one. Just uh, interesting, fun news. Shit you probably haven't heard about because we're inundated with really fun things that are in the news. I want to talk about some of the stuff that you probably haven't heard about that's a little bit more lighthearted. So, are you ready, Monique? I am so ready for this. Okay. Well, my first story, and I was really excited about this one as an American. (laughs) 17-year-old Macy Curran from Texas, she earned two Guinness World Records for having the longest legs for a female and the longest legs for a teenager. Damn, girl. How the hell long are her legs? Well, they're different lengths, which kind of made me laugh. (laughs) Is that how she got two? Two awards? She is six feet, ten inches tall to start. So the girl is tall. But 
her legs are like four and a half feet tall. <laughs> really? Wait, hold on. Yeah. Four and a half of her five foot, I mean, six foot ten frame. Yeah. The girl's all legs. So Damn. her left leg is four feet, five and a quarter inches. Her right leg is four feet, 4.87 inches long. It's oh, like a, almost a half inch difference, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That wow, that's gotta be a weird wobble. You wear like a brick in your shoe. Do you wear like a rock in your shoe on purpose? Yeah, I don't know. Just a just some sort of insole. I don't know. Dr. Shell's got something for that. Can you imagine like being her friend and you're like standing by each other and you like turn to tell her something? You're like face to face with her south mouth is like right there. <laughs> yes i imagine yeah, that makes that's... for some awkward interactions i just... can't i can't believe you just said that <laughs> south <laughs> mouth <laughs> you don't like it <laughs> no i i think it really it's fitting it is very fitting tidbits and south mouth <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna die you're not you're not on board with <laughs> the new theme <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> talking it's out of my mouth. north mouth, talking about my south mouth. I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die. Don't. <laughs> That's gonna ruin the first episode of Tidbits. You <laughs> need. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> so. Yeah, and so so Macy <laughs> has has goals to someday set the record for the world's tallest model. And <laughs> you have to pause. <laughs> 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 what is happening to this world? Okay. All right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She has inhibitions for what? <laughs> so she, so Macy wants to, in addition to the two world records she now holds, wants to someday set the record for being the world's tallest model. I mean, fuck Macy. You want to have everything? Yeah, right? <laughs> really? I mean, take what you got, girl. Right. Two world records, two. Not just yeah. one, but two. How would you describe your body type? Shears, <laughs> scissors, yeah, scissors, yeah. Um, no, gardening shears would definitely be more right. Yeah, yeah. Like a couple of things came to mind. First, you know that bitch always gets to ride shotgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody's letting that bitch in the back. Yeah. Nobody's making that bitch sit in the back. And Nobody. whoever has to sit behind her is just all sorts of screwed for yeah. leg room. They have to sit long way in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, like I'll just lay sideways. It's cool. She would have been the best person to play freeze tag with. <laughs> you could have just sailed right under her, no problems. There's no, <laughs> no crawling. Or caught in her south mouth. I mean, really. <laughs> nobody wants to get stuck there either. Yeah, that is true. And what happens when she turns around? You know? Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a name for that. Well, good luck, Macy. I hope that you 
Thank you, Macy. Set the world record and congratulations. And a couple just quick other new world records that have been set. A Pakistani man cracked 254 walnuts with his head. And David Rush from Idaho stacked 38 Oreos in just 30 seconds with only one hand. (laughs) What? Yeah. Okay, okay, hold on. All right. The walnut cracking, fine. That takes some prowess. That takes some, like, cranial fortitude. Right. But, I mean, he stacked Oreos. I mean, couldn't you just, like, take them out of the sleeve and tip them right side up? That just seems odd. I mean, yeah. because do a Rubik's Cube faster than that, yet 30 seconds to stack Oreos? I don't know. With one hand. One-handed Oreo stack. I just so understand. Like, there's just... When I saw those, I was like, okay, we're getting out of control with the world records. Like, yeah, who, is this I'm just going to make shit up now. We have a tree out in our front yard that has a bunch of honeybees in it. Like, if I go start punching bees, do you think I could, like, get the record for most bee stings? Probably. Yeah. But that would no, be fucking stupid. No, because some fucking jackass in Arkansas probably already has that one. Right. And I'd be like three short. And so then when I got out of the hospital, I'd have to try again. I can't afford that many EpiPens. You know, it's like going to have to be like a one shot deal. All right. Well, moving right along to our next tidbit. <clears throat> <laughs> We're just trying to make that one work. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Or just trying to piss me off. We'll see if it sticks. Okay, so this is one of my favorite things that I've ever heard. So <laughs> I'm going to swallow the water I just took a sip of okay. because I can't imagine what's going to come out of your mouth. Okay, go ahead. Well, this is just a fascinating tale from West Virginia. So buckle oh. up. <laughs> okay. So Amanda McClure, who's 31 years old, was recently sentenced to 40 years in prison for killing her boyfriend. Okay? Okay. Now... What did he do? She pled guilty to second degree murder and was assisted by her father and her sister. Now, her boyfriend, John McGuire, didn't do anything. She killed him again with the help of her father and sister so she could be romantically involved with her father. Wait, wait, hold on. Yes. She killed. She killed. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend. Yep. To date her daddy? Yep, so she could marry her father. Did Well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, who told her to get a boyfriend in the first place if she loved her daddy? So here's here's kind of fell in their, love after. a little a little bit of their backstory. So she was raised by adoptive parents. Her dad Larry, Larry McClure. Her adopted dad or her no, real dad? Her, her biological father. Sounds like he was just a real peach. He sounds like it. He had been released from prison on sex offense charges. Oh, Jesus. And so he, so she was raised by adoptive parents. So he wasn't really like in the picture that much. But when he got out of prison, he came to find his girls, his baby girls. And fell in love with his daughter and he did not like her boyfriend being in the picture wanted amanda all to himself so they took care of him with the help of her sister wow 
Wow. This was really a family affair. Wait, it is really this her was. biological sister? Yes. Wow. So they Holy. just like they grew up with adoptive parents. Daddy wasn't really around because it sounds like he was in prison for most of it or just kind of out of the picture. Shows back up. Fucking things happened. And apparently everybody was on board with it to the point that they committed murder. They struck this guy in the head with a wine bottle, tied him up, injected him with liquid meth, and tortured him for like three days. Oh, they didn't just kill him. They No, they like tortured tortured. the guy. It wasn't, this was planned. This was awful. They buried him, dug him up, dismembered him, relocated his body, buried him again. He was just missing for several months. And the body ended up being uncovered like months later on the property where this family was living. Oh my. How fucked up is that? Can you imagine being the adoptive parents? Like, fuck, we really fucked up. Yeah, we really thought Larry would be gone for good. What's fucked up is. Well, the whole thing, first of all. They, well, yes, yes. Just to further fuck it up, she. Ended up marrying her father three weeks after the murder. Oh, oh, so they did. Wait a minute. So they did end up getting married. Yes. They went to Virginia, maybe, to get married. And I actually looked up marriage laws and couldn't really figure out what the Uh, legalities of that were. But yeah, I can't imagine if my sister was like, look, I'm in love with daddy. (laughs) And then I was like. Uh, dad is beautiful. We got to take care of John. We got to get him out of the picture. <laughs> so daddy can be my brother-in-law. Yeah. I really wish daddy was related to me again. Giggity goot. Amanda, we got to keep daddy round. I'll marry him. That's it. Oh my God. Wow. That's like, <laughs> okay. So, so the daughter definitely knew that that was her dad, right? Yeah, I know it. It wasn't just some drifter came through and then it was like they connected some dots and it was like, wah, wah. no, it was like, hey, girls, guess who's out of prison? <laughs> oh, man, that is on parole. Yeah. <laughs> so I, th- I just thought that that was it's a beautiful love story. It is. Somebody needs to make this movie. So that was that segment of. Fucked up tidbits. <laughs> this is a very funny story, and I appreciated it very much. There is a guy named Ruben Lopez, and he's a professional drummer, but because of COVID, he wasn't, you know, all of his gigs and stuff have been canceled. So he, over the summer, ended up having to work like full time as a roofer and save some money and was like, you know what? I am going to go on a bike ride for charity. He wanted to do something to, you know, bring awareness and raise some money for the humanitarian crisis in Yemen. So he decided that on August 18th, he was going to start at Poo Poo Point, Washington, (laughs) (laughs) which is just outside of Seattle, and end his journey in pp creek <laughs> which is in central ohio you know what's awesome about pp creek 
If you Google it, it says PP Creek stream in Ohio. It is a stream. It was over 2,500 miles. And so it took him 36 days, but he would only ride 69 miles a day. So this guy incorporated poo poo, pee pee, and 69 into his journey. It's just, I mean, that's commendable. I mean, there's yeah. no better way to bring attention to a great cause. And I mean, you got some exercise, you got some sunshine. Yeah. It's just a cool thing. So 36 days later, he made it to PP Creek. I like I like that story. That's a good story. That's much better yeah. than you know, murdering your boyfriend to shack up with your daddy. Yeah, much more. I like PP like Creek. Yeah, PP Creek's pretty good. And <laughs> poop like poo poo point. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, really. Who got to name this shit? Three year olds, probably. <laughs> so PBR, Pep's Blue Ribbon. Mm-hmm. The beer of anyone who's classy or likes <laughs> two dollar tall boys at some hipster bar, either one. Of course. Um, they've started making a seltzer that is spiked with THC. So it's it's hitting shelves only in California at this point and only at cannabis dispensaries. It's obviously not something you can just shoot over and buy, but it's $24 for a four pack. So uh, $24? $24 for a four pack. Yeah, you know what? I paid $24 for a one bottle of uh, something called 13th Hour from Sam Adams. So, I mean, I would right? totally do it. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's got five milligrams of THC. It's obviously non-alcoholic and just has purified water, lemon concentrate, sugar, and like a few other flavors. So it's just kind of like another way to get high and everybody's digging seltzers you know yeah. so i love me a seltzer you have to say you know they're just kind of new to the market they're testing it out but they're anticipating that like if this becomes popular and as more states you know are legalizing marijuana that these thc infused infused drinks they're they're kind of estimating that the market could be eventually worth billions of dollars oh i can and so all these other beer companies and like California and Colorado and other states that have legalized marijuana, they're creating similar products. It's just, you know, there's a lot of laws preventing the companies. You, you can't mix the alcohol and the cannabis, which makes sense. Right. Um, and there's there's obviously issues with, you know, licensing and distribution because of the, the federal guidelines. Marijuana is illegal federally so shipping across state lines and things right aren't going to be options so it's a very limited market but i just thought that was cool that you know as quickly as things are growing five years from now i'm gonna be like i'm gonna i've had a rough day i'm gonna run and grab a thc seltzer <laughs> all these companies will have them so yeah i thought that was kind of cool won't you won't be drunk but man that's gonna be right no i mean that's just like hey. a Stress reliever, sleep well. It's gonna be awesome. I took a gummy a couple of times, and there's like five milligram THC gummies, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a lot for me." <laughs> I'm not a smoker, so the idea of just you know taking a gummy was pretty good. But man, they're a little bit strong for me. But I can imagine drinking it as a seltzer, where you have like a full drink. It's not gonna hit you quite as hard, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, so that might be a, be a good well, idea. And one thing that I was reading too that like if you're not 
sure how you're going to handle it or whatever. Like usually with a gummy or something, I mean, you eat the whole thing and whatever happens is going to happen. Like a drink, you could just do half of it or just sip on it over time and see how it starts to impact you. So that's that's one thing that's kind of cool about it. It's not like you're a full brownie in and you're just like fucked for hours <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> until yeah. you ride out that wave. But I thought that was cool. That is cool. And Pops Ribbon is actually cool with the stuff like that that they come out with. Like they have like hard yeah. coffee and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So they, they're cool. And maybe I mean, I'm from Rhode Island. Well, right now I live in Rhode Island, but I'm from Mass. And there's, you know, there's Sam Adams as a brewery. There's and marijuana is legal. And so I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a, a big market up here for that. Right. Yeah. Cause it's kind of, there's that natural progression. It's like everybody's having to make seltzers now or ciders or something, you know, in addition to just beer to keep yeah. up. And so now it's like, well, what's the next step beyond that? It's like, oh, so. Spike hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my hand sanitizer definitely smells like tequila. Yeah. I, doesn't it? Yes. No, I'm sorry, but the one I have, it definitely does. It smells like like I just had a margarita. Yes. Like hardcore spilt a bottle of tequila all over my car, like whenever I <laughs> sanitize my hands. Yep, agree. But thank God for the companies that are making them. I I just appreciated the history of this one and just kind of in the midst of a lot of conversation and talk about the Supreme Court and just racism and just everything that's been going on. When I saw this story, I was like, okay, I definitely want to mention this. So last week, a man by the name of Bernard Cohen passed away at 86 oh. from Parkinson's disease. Did he? He was the yes, the justice that uh, presided over what? Lo- loving? Or he he was the lawyer who the lawyer, right. who argued the Loving versus the Virginia Supreme Court case. Um, if you're not familiar with that, it was what ended Virginia's ban on interracial marriages. And so he was a young attorney in Virginia and was just like a few years out of high school or not high school. Jesus Christ was a few years out of law school um, and he was volunteering with the ACLU and they asked him to kind of take on a case uh, for Mildred and Richard Loving. And Mildred is black and Native American and Richard was a white man. They were married. They had children. They were married in Washington, D.C. in 1958, where interracial marriage was legal but then when they returned back home to Virginia, they were arrested, jailed, and barred from the state for 25 years for violating the Racial Integrity Act that was in place at the time. Okay. So Bernard Cohen was the lawyer who represented the the Loving family, and um, the case made it all the way to the the U.S. Supreme Court, and they unanimously voted in 1967 and overturned the couple's convictions, and it nullified the laws in Virginia and 12 other states at that time. Interracial marriage is now legal in all states, but that particular case ended up affecting 13 states' laws, which is just mind-boggling. Right. And so now on June 12th is Loving Day to celebrate that historic case. It's a really fascinating story. Just a 
true, beautiful love story. So this is my last news story. Okay. And maybe my favorite. So we're going to end on a funny note. Okay. A British wildlife park had to remove five African gray parrots that they had just adopted. So they had rescued these birds, but they had to be removed from public view because of their profane language. So basically <laughs> what happened, like they were, they were quarantined together for six weeks after they were adopted. And in that time, they taught each other the curse words that they knew. So there was basically just this room full of like just swearing birds and they, the, the CEO of this wildlife park, his name's Steve Nichols, <laughs> said that every time he walked through the enclosure, he got called a fat twat. <laughs> yes. I love that bird. Fat twat. Fat twat. <laughs> like, and it said that they would like crack up at each other. So I was just... But fat twat, like that a bird, just a pretty gray parrot said that made me laugh. So they had to be like separated from each other and then moved to different bird sections. Because those, they really fucking bond. Yeah, but they were like, we can't have, like they they thought that if they separated them, that it might, like one bird cussing is different than... 35 <laughs> or you know 25 when they all teach the other birds how to say and it's like little kids are like oh mommy look at that one look at that fat twat <laughs> yeah mommy what's a fat twat i was just cracking up just picturing this cute little bird i love that earlier this week my wife asked me if i knew where the phrase birds and the bees came from and i was like no but I'll look it up. So it's a metaphor we all kind of use that's um, kind of for explaining sex to kids. And there's kind of conflicting stories on when it originated, who came up with it. And it's just like kind of showed up in literature over the years, but there's no, doesn't seem to be like a true origin for it. But the story usually involves bees pollinating flowers Mm -hmm. which symbolizes male fertilization Mm -hmm. so it's a good visual to you know talk to kids about that and Mm -hmm. then the birds laying their eggs symbolizes female ovulation so that's great but i still think if you're talking to a kid that asked where babies came from and you're like so we'll see mommy's Got a nest, and that's where her egg, her eggs are, and then she drops them once a month into her nest. Yeah, and mommy's flower, daddy comes and stings her there, um, and you know, and like I, I, I don't really understand how you get <laughs> from point A to B. So <laughs> point bird to B. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this week in history, are you ready? Dun, 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 yes. On October 18th, 1851, the classic novel Moby Dick was published. Ooh, really? It was was written by Herman Melville, Mm -hmm. who at the time had had success with two previous novels. Moby Dick, when it was released, 
only sold around 3,200 copies while he was still alive. Wow. It became regarded as a classic, like after his death, and obviously has sold who knows how many millions of copies. Mm -hmm. And the novel was actually inspired by the real life sinking of a whaling ship called the Essex. Yes. Where the crew was forced into cannibalism to survive. Yes. So, but I just thought that was strange. I didn't realize that it wasn't like always a success. You know what I mean? Right, right. Also, on October 18th, but 1945, were the Nuremberg trials. Oh, yes. Where 24 former Nazi leaders were indicted in Berlin for crimes against humanity. Um, the, the trials actually began in Nuremberg the next month, and it resulted in 12 of those charged being sentenced to death. Not nearly enough of them. No. <clears throat> that is for certain. October 19th, 1983, the first federal annual holiday honoring a Black American was created when the U.S. Senate voted to set aside the third Monday in January to honor the birth of Martin Luther King Jr., who was born January 15th, 1929. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yep. This crazy bitch. Okay, so October 24th, 1901, a woman named Annie Edison Taylor was the first person to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel and survive. And she did this on her 63rd birthday. Damn. <laughs> she Shit. tested her barrel with a cat to start, which I thought was pretty shitty. Fucked the cat, up, the yeah. cat survived. It, it was fine. Low rattled, probably, but she made this like custom barrel that was constructed with oak and iron, and then the inside of it was padded with a mattress to protect her. And she went over the falls, survived, and only had like a little cut on her head. That was the only wow. damage that she had. She won the Guinness Book of World Records for the best 63rd birthday. Hey, Macy. <laughs> All right. Girl with longest legs goes over the oh, Niagara Falls in a barrel. How about without a barrel? Let's see. She could just step down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steps over Niagara Falls. We expect too much from our celebrities. Yeah, I know. We don't want to expect too much from our celebrities. May your life be as long as your leg. May your life. <laughs> Shit. All right, so final one. So mm -hmm. on October 24th, 1940, this week in history, the Fair Labor... S Jesus Christ. The Fair <laughs> Labor Standard... God damn it. I had some THC seltzer. <laughs> Apparently. So, okay, October 24th, 1940, the Fair Labor Standard Act... God damn it. You, you <laughs> say it. The Fair Labor Standard Act... No, it's standards. standards. Okay. That's the what's Labor Standards me out. Act. Thank you. You're God bless. God. Goes into effect, which is what established the 40 hour work week for oh. the US. I don't I don't know what they were working on October twenty-third of nineteen forty, but it could have been 10, 12 hour days. I don't know. I don't know. 
Oh, probably. There probably wasn't even a limit, I would imagine. Thank God for the Fair Labor Standards Act. It also created a right to minimum wage and time and a half overpay. Oh, for well, anything war over more more than forty hour a week, and it uh, prohibited um, oppressive child labor. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna say I assumed that there was some child labor shit that went into that as well. Yep. So that's all I have for this week. This 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 week's riveting news. I think it was good. I liked it. Well, thank you for being on the first installment of Tidbits. <laughs> or whatever we end up calling it. If you have work any suggestions, a, work a rack with Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nyx, Patty Wax, Max and Patty Wax with Jamie. <laughs> I appreciate your banter as always. I, I appreciate learning things with you. Until next time, thank you, thank you, Monique. <laughs> thank you, Jamie. You're a real dream of a lady. <laughs> and a real gem of a friend. Okay. Well, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Anytime, really. Well, maybe next week. We'll Show see me. how we'll see how tidbits takes off and yeah. if if people want more tidbits. So cool. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Later, dude. Peace. Bye. 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 Okay. Bye-bye. I'm stop I'm, st I'm stopping. Okay. Stopping. Okay. Huh? So that was the first round of tidbits. I hope that you guys were entertained, maybe learned something new. That's kind of what this podcast is all about. So if you like tidbits, <laughs> let me know if you have any ideas, if you have another name that you would suggest, if you have any stories that you think would kind of fit into this and you want me to share, Feel free to send me an email. It's uh, knowwhatiheard at gmail.com. You can also message me through the Facebook page, Know What I Heard Podcast. And we'd just love to hear from you guys. So thought we could all use a laugh. So let me know if you enjoyed it. Also, if you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Five-star ratings and positive reviews are always appreciated. That's how we're going to get new listeners and be able to keep the show going. So... Your support is so greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, hey, know what I heard? Fucking tidbits with Jamie. <laughs>